Welcome to episode Jesus 15 Christ. of the Get Real Christ. Game Podcast. My water's gone it's everywhere. The show. <laughs> it's the ah. show where we get real, talking about the latest video game Flaming news up. and releases. I'm Richard, and with me is uh, my first pick ah. in the party roster, Lawrence. <gasps> Are you okay? Hang on, let me go call ambulance. My heart's on his ass. Jesus, Jesus. Christ. Oh, oh, goodness. I need new underwear. Are you all right? Uh, oh, I, well, yeah, wet, but yeah, I'm good. I'm all wow. right. How about you? Keep you, keep you on your toes, don't toes? I? Toes. You melt me on bloody ceiling. Jesus. <laughs> I'm all right. We're all right. We've got a special guest coming on today. We've got half of the Get Real Pod, Sam. He'll be with us in a bit. He's a very um, special guest. Today very we're going to be talking special. about Knights of the <laughs> Old Republic and the reveal. Well, is it a full reveal or is it just a rumoured yeah, reveal? That's the way to find out, wouldn't you? Well, it's a secret, yeah. But something Don't about Nice the Old the Republic. Don't do it. Don't all the, spoil all it. On the podcast, if you're listening all to it. All the podcast. That's yeah. just bloody right. rude. Lawrence, what have you been playing this week? Uh, my mind's gone blank. I, did, I knew, I knew, I, I did think, oh yeah, I'm playing this, I mentioned this on the podcast and I completely forgot. That was it. Uh, Jedi Knight, Jedi Outcast. Oh, that's very uh, relevant, uh, isn't, isn't it? it? Um, yeah. And I was playing a little bit of Final Fantasy XIV, a little bit of Elder Scrolls okay. Online. Okay, okay, um, okay. Yeah, that's kind of, I've just kind of been bouncing around. Uh, mainly I've been working on my Twitch more than anything. Yeah, uh, we, we, no time for games. No time for games, well. Well, well uh, Lord uh, of the Rings Online. Uh, uh, and Pokemon Stadium and... And oh, and Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, I, I ended up modding that, and I'm going to be playing that. You you modded Final Fantasy VIII. Yes. Yeah. What did you do? Of, um, what, what? Basically, gave it a proper HD retexture. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Did they make new textures or just upscale the um, old ones? I think they just upscale, but they also redid them at the same time, so they're that's not very as blurry. Cool. So yeah, nice. Fun. Can't wait to play that. Very good. Um, that's about it, really. I'm not. I haven't really played much okay. this week. Well, what about you? I've not been playing much this week. And he pulls out a scroll of games that he went an through. An Elder Scroll. Um, an Elder Scroll. <laughs> uh, me too. Elder Scrolls a little bit. Uh, we've been playing... Uh, I, I've been playing Nazi Zombies. We've been playing a bit of Minecraft. We've been playing... Uh, Dota. Dota. We have been playing more Dota. We've played a lot more Dota. Um, haven't played anything new. Um, it's oh. all it's all the same at the moment. It's kind of uh, there's nothing new that's good enough. I mean, I will be playing new things. Uh, playing Hitman Three. I'm not going to be playing the medium this week. Uh, I just need yeah. to find time. <laughs> yeah. Um, for long time listeners, um, I haven't finished Ghost of Tsushima yet, and I haven't. Finish it. Uh, yeah, I haven't had the time really to sit through that. It's need be. So- I will sit with you on Discord as you play it. You say this every time. Well, then but... tell me when you're going to play it and I'll sit on Discord with you. Well, I haven't got time. That's the thing. I, I don't ever make time for myself I'm getting, to just I'm sit getting and... cat interference. Sorry, editor. Oh, oh, Sorry. The, oh, the, the banging is my oh. cat rubbing up against the bloody microphone. Uh-oh. Anyway, Uh-oh. Um, you were saying? Um, so not much other than that, really. I'm trying to think if I did play anything unique, um, but I don't think I did. I played. Um, I played a brand new game, you know. What game did you play? Life. I woke up. Um, oh. I leveled up my cooking skill. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some XP in the cooking skill. Yeah. Oh, I, I, you know what? I can tell you what I did try. Oh. I did try some of Vader Immortal this week. 
on the Ooh, on the yes, Oculus you Quest, did, didn't you? Yeah, I did actually. That's true. Very, um, I didn't, very good, isn't it? I didn't get very far, well, and I can't do very much with my shoulder oh, still. Well, I'm, I am actually still recovering from the shoulders. Have you got those bingo cards out, people? I know. He's already got, mentioned your yeah. shoulder. I've already said was, it all right. But, oh, I was. I I oh. know how to get bingo. Uh oh, Sam. Uh oh. <laughs> Wait, I know another one you can say. You can say PC Master Race. There you go. But is you that bingo yet? PC, Sam. The little one, uh, bingo. Is that another hey. one? Is that another one? Um, we need, we need more you haven't phrases. talked about. You haven't talked about Football Manager yet. That's uh, your... I'm not playing it. No. I'm not playing it this week. All right. Although so I do then, plan on playing it because I did find a new database which I'm really looking forward to playing. It's the right. um, 1999 and 2000 season. Uh, okay, so it's just like a retro database. So I'm looking forward to playing that. Okay, all right. Okay, very nice. Um, yeah, Vader Immortal though. Yeah, more important. <laughs> it was <stuff>. good. <laughs> um, I haven't, I haven't been. Able, you know what? Right, it what? is actually pretty like spooky. It is, isn't it? Like when when Vader's in front of you, and 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 like you, you just get a bit. Like I get, I got real life frightened a bit, like nervous. Well, you not do, fight, but nervous. You do get you know? nervous that you don't realise how tall he is until he stood right in front of you. Yeah, it was actually kind of nerve wracking. Um, but I haven't got that far through yet. But it was really good what I played. It so really far, makes so. you think about how those soldiers must feel at the end of Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, one absolute fright fest. Yeah, I still um, think we need a horror film with Vader. Probably do. Yeah, we actually probably do. Um, but there are three Vader Immortals, aren't there? There's three yes. of them. Yes, it, it's through. a continuous uh, like story thing. It's like um, Telltale. How I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like that. It's good. Um, and I was going to say something else, but I have forgotten. So let's move oh. on to the news roundup this week. Lawrence, what is the first piece of news? Well, we saw something which is blowing up the internet this week, and it's not the Knights of the Old Republic. It is the reveal for the new Resident Evil. Resident Evil oh, Village. Oh yeah, with the very tall lady. The very um... is she one of those spooky goth ladies that they always yes um... and scary with, with her daughter daughters that are like in black and she's like in white and she's really tall. You, if you've not seen it, go and see it. It's not that scary. Like it's never it's never like goth guy with all of his goth sons, is it? It's always <laughs> it's, spooky it's always goth lady. It's very thick, tall goth it's specifically, lady. It's specifically like the daughters that are like, they're the scarier ones. Well, they're all made of bugs, so, you know. Oh. Yeah, like, bu- like bugs. Really like they come around on a swarm of bugs. Bug and snacks. They, like, bug snacks. Bug snacks DLC. I, I, there you go. Like in the trailer, like you can see a bug that comes out of your hand and it's like, ah. Nah. That is definitely shoot the kill. Definitely shoot I, the kill. That is horrible. But okay, so we've got the reveal of that. Okay, so nice. So is there a date on that yet? Uh, there is, is a just... date. There is a date. Yes, okay. it is May seventh, and I will definitely be playing it. May the seventh. All wrong. Mm. All wrong. All right, right. Right, right, right. Uh, was there? Wasn't there supposed to be like a demo or something uh, on the out? PlayStation Five? Yes, it is yeah. coming for PlayStation Four and PC in March. I believe but nice. I, I don't think that's been confirmed it might have been confirmed it might not have been um, I, okay, I, I well. haven't got the source here so uh, well we'll have to see how that goes won't we we will uh, very good uh, what's the next piece of news Lawrence Halo 3 oh yeah do you like it oh yeah well it's got new armors new armors hey, new armors after a decade it has got new armors new armors new armors what new armors well the armors, which are new. 
Armors. Oh, Very that's... good. Is it on the Master Chief Collection now? It I is assume? on the Master Chief Collection. It's got free Season okay. 5 content, apparently. Okay, okay. 80 okay. pieces of armor to unlock and cross Halo 3 and Reach. Brand new weapon skins. Set fresh of, a fresh set of seasonal challenges with four unique rewards. It's a shame that the ranking system's not what it used to be, really. I know. I miss the old ranking system where you could like get different titles and stuff like that, like Brigadier yeah. and all that stuff. That was cool. Yeah. Bring that back. Thank you. Very good. Yes. Now, yesterday, Lawrence. Yes. I was watching the next thing that you were talking about. Were you um, now? This doesn't surprise me considering the topic. Um, Reddit messes with investors by driving GameStop stock price to record highs. Okay. So how, did ye- this, how did this happen? Explain it. Layman terms because I'm an idiot and I don't know what the hell all this means. Um, I literally don't know how it happened. Um, it just out of nowhere... GameStop just exploded in value um, for no reason. But basically, yes, uh, whatever happened, um, actually the stock market as a time of recording, we're opening in about 10 minutes. So I can give you a live update on what happens with GameStop again today. But, on one but condition. What Go on. I can give live updates on my football team on Football Manager. <laughs> okay, sure. But um, what yeah, happened basically was is the stock went from around about $65 or $70. It shot up to about 140 at its peak. Jesus. Um, and then over the rest of the course of the afternoon, just slowly started decreasing again uh, back down to, uh, well, now it's at $76, 79 um, And it's unknown as to whether when the stock market opens today well you'll know by the time you get to the end of the podcast because we'll have told you what happens basically gamestop stock price record high and uh was no reason for it and we don't know what's going to happen next very good cool awesome I'm going- we, we've totally not just lost all our viewership on that one <laughs> I've, I've, i cut all of that out and just kept it very clear and concise <laughs> Brilliant. Right. For the two people that are still listening. Yeah, well. <laughs> Sam. Uh, so where might you buy? I mean, obviously you can buy games at GameStop, but what companies make games that you can buy at GameStop, Lawrence? There's many companies that can make games. Just, just give, on, it, give, it, yeah. give, it, give us the main, the main com- contenders here. CD Projekt Red. Yeah, okay. Uh, Nintendo. Yep. Uh, Sony. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, uh, Android. Uh, no. Oh. Um, I don't know. Can't think of anyone else. You can't think of anybody else? No. Not, not one other company? No. Not one ooh, main competitor? Ooh, 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 ooh. EA. No, not EA. Oh. We thought about Microsoft, Lawrence. Oh, yeah. They exist. They do, yeah. And uh, basically, Microsoft had a rough time this last week lawrence they had a very rough time because they decided to put the price of their xbox live gold membership up quite a substantial amount up In to two middle, times the, the amount of a pandemic are you and they were hiding the way they were doing it within the subtext of their announcement where they were explaining the price increases in three month to six month uh, to 12 month basis but didn't really it didn't really make it very clear that the price difference on like a six-month basis would actually essentially double the price of Xbox Live Gold. You know what so, that sounds like? That sounds like shady business practices. 
It is. It is very shady of them. And as a result of this, they were obviously pulled back. The, the fishing rod reeled them in and they had to basically do a complete U-turn and announce that they actually weren't going to do that after all because they've realised that was a bad idea. Well, it's, it's more of a leash nowadays, isn't it? <laughs> it is really, yeah. yeah it's gotta, more gotta, of a leash to gone. Yeah. No, well, stay. Um, and also with that announcement, they announced, I think, that some free-to-play games on Gold were going free-to-play in general, I think. So they weren't going to be well, that, even tied good. behind. Yeah, so that's... They, they need to get the free will back because they've just lost it all. They've done a CD Projekt Red and shot themselves in the foot. I know, but it's not, it's not, like, it's not like people who are paying for it care about that because they're already paying for it. So it doesn't really yeah. affect the people that it was affecting. And it's not even happened yet. It's going to take months and months for them to get all the licenses for free-to-play games sorted that allows them to do what they're saying they're going to do there. So a um, mm. bit rubbish, but thank goodness that the internet exists where we can all tell them off and say, no, yes. Microsoft, no, bad. Bill, Bill, no. Bill, no. Bill and Phil, stop what you're Phil. doing right now. Bill and, Bill and Phil. <laughs> Bill and Phil. Why did that never show. occur to me? <laughs> it's Why Bill and Phil. Why does that just only occur to me? Yeah. Like Bill and Ben, the Farpot men, but Bill and Phil. Bill and the Phil. The Microsoft mental ads. Mental ads. Proper yeah. mental ads, these lot. Jeez. Bit of a weird move in, in general. It didn't really... Makes it didn't sense. really make sense. No, it doesn't oh. make sense. I don't no, know what they were trying to do. They, they were obviously trying to push. I mean, Something. they 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 were basically the first company, really, to to very heavily dominate an online subscription based model. Xbox. Yeah. It was I always mean, the Xbox Live service. The you Game got Pass good... as well is the first one that dominated it. As well, that kind of system. Yeah, and and for them to just try and take the Mickey a bit with it it just seems like they just thought they had too much power and see this kind of move i expect from sony not microsoft you know the family yes. friendly friendly we we accept everyone microsoft this is very shady it is and especially when the ps5 has been doing so well in comparison really mm-hmm. they needed a win and this is not the win no this is not a win so good that they went back on their on their plans, but um, yeah, bit of a mess up. It's almost like they EA'd. They almost EA'd us, yeah. Mm. And and I've actually been considering recently getting rid of my uh, Xbox Live. Uh, I have the 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 Game Pass because mm. now because now you get Xbox Live in the Game Pass, and I pay for that. But I was kind of thinking of just because I'm not really on my Xbox at the moment, and I don't really use or play the games on the pass for the PC at the moment. So I just thought, oh, well, I'll just save some money. But then I, what had happened is, is this news broke, and in their original statement, they were literally saying, uh, the people who are currently subscribed won't have the price increased for now. But if you do end the subscription and then rejoin us, the price will reflect the new price, not the old price that you were currently on. So it was kind of trying to force you into this kind of system where you weren't, you didn't feel like you could leave because it would cost you more money to do that. It does feel like they're alienating their new customer base. Yeah, it would have really screwed over not just the new player base, but also the old the old mm. player base who maybe just needed to take a month off it. You know, maybe they need to pay some bills at this time yeah, or whatever. Because, like, mean, those things happen to some people. We we are in a pandemic where you know, price, you know bills and all that are happening all over the shop and. Governments don't know what they're doing. It's, it's not a good time to be raising your prices. If anything, if you want to garner good, 
goodwill, but still keep your like prices up. Lower your prices a little. Do deals, because then people will actually rake that stuff in. Yeah, exactly. So not a good move, but uh, th- they thankfully did turn it around. So well done, the internet. We won. We won something we won. anyway. We won another battle. They'll never we win. But the war is not over yet. Lawrence, over. what? What is the next and last piece of news? Well, you could uh, say that the internet is currently a battlefront. That's right. Battlefront, as in Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, because over 90 million players grabbed a free coffee, or coffee, grabbed a free coffee and a copy of Star Wars Battlefront 2. Did you say 90 90 million players grabbed a free coffee? 19, a free coffee. (laughs) Starbucks (laughs) is having a sale. (laughs) Let's see. Look, it's, 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 I'm tired, okay? (laughs) It's 19 million players, isn't it? Where do I get my free coffee? I was promised coffee. I know, I'll bring you one when, oh, when this is all you. over. Oh. So there take us through what happened. Um, well, on Epic Games Store, they yes. usually give out free games. I think we actually mentioned this. Um, we did. That the Battlefront 2 was going to be made available, and so many people got the game. All, that all of our 19, all of our 19, 19 million listeners million viewers, got tipped off. They did. That they could get the game for free. <laughs> And went and picked it up on the Epic Games Store because we told him, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> that'll be a pound each. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's all we'll need. <laughs> yeah. Just yep. one just one pound. Not even a month, just one pound. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, uh, everyone picked it up for free, which is a great, great thing to pick up. I, I highly recommend. And it was that popular. It yep. broke EA's service. Wow. Incredible. Um, and like uh, it's really hyped up like how many people are playing Star Wars Battlefront 2 now and it is a mm-hmm. good game like it's not a bad game at all but it, it is it's just good news it's good good news for everyone it's it's really good news and I think that Battlefront 2 was definitely an improvement I think than to Battlefront 1 in a lot of ways yeah and to get it for free to get a Star Wars game for free I mean can't argue with that very good very good uh, um, breaking news, Lawrence. Breaking. This moment, the stock market has just opened. Okay? GameStop. <laughs> so, sorry, all I've just heard is the fable crier in my head. Uh, very, very good. <laughs> the time is very late. The time um, is daytime. Markets are open. Pre-market, Lawrence, uh, GameStop went from 76 back to 97 and is now, mm-hmm. in the first minute, up to 101. Ooh. Well, I've got so, breaking news as well. Go on. Animal Crossing is doing a Super Mario-themed event coming in March. Very nice. Mm. That's going to be good. Literally just Excellent. announced three minutes ago. Well, then. That's not so bad at all, is no. it? Before we move on to the main topic today and swap over to talking to our good friend Sam, I just wanted to. We wanted to put in uh, just because the last few weeks has been nothing coming out, but we're mixing it up and I'm putting in the just released titles right here, Lawrence. We had (gasps) a few games come out this uh, this last week. Did we? Um, Well, we had Hitman Three, didn't we? Oh yeah, that thing. Yeah. Did you Did you play it? Um. Not yet. I've got it installed. No. It's there. It's waiting. I'm just. I need to be in the right frame of mind because it's been a very busy week and I'm very tired and I need to be alert yeah. to play Hitman. You've also been talking about the medium a lot. Yes, that is coming out on the 28th. So on the Thursday, yes, on that, Thursday. that's when I'm playing it on the stream. I'm actually preloading it right now to play it on stream. 
Very good. And uh, also on the 28th, the Yakuza Remastered Collection is going to come Yes, out. I'm very looking forward to this. Mm. So mm. a few a few other games, but those are the, the main ones uh, for the next week. So those are very the important good. Ones. Yeah. Do we have anything next for the week after to look forward to, or are we just going to wait uh, until then? God's will, God's will Fall is coming out on the 29th. What the hell is God's Will Fall? Someone out there knows. I don't know. Uh, so it's ReZero, starting life in another world, colon, the prophecy of the throne. It looks um, like an anime type Sounds game. Sounds too wordy for me. Yeah. So that's that's it. So right. Excellent. Right. We're going to go now swap over to our other segment where we're talking to Sam about the news of the main topic of the Knights of the Old Republic 3 rumours. Take it away, Richard and Lawrence, in the future past, Sam. Hello. It's a future past. <laughs> in the future, the past. Ooh. In the past. Here we right. are at the main topic. We've got a special guest with us, haven't we? Here we are yes. at the main he's topic. Very he's he's yeah, already here we are at the main topic. Look at this. Yep. Here we he do. comes Here we in here thinking he's Mr. Fantastic, Mr. Non-PC, Sam. How you doing? Not bad, mate. Sorry, I didn't say it right. I meant to say, I'm all right. No, 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 no. That's, too, that's, too, that's too happy. Oh. I'm all right. You go I'm right. into it. I'm all right. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, no, I'm uh, doing good. I'm uh, I'm here to talk about my favourite game of all time that is it, didn't um, originally... PC Build Simulator? No, Lawrence, oh. God's sake, stop. <laughs> I, I know it's an ongoing <laughs> joke on this show. <laughs> the... <laughs> It's all, ha, 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 Sam's not... You know what, I listened to your episode, so I'd know, I know. apart from that, there was that bloody news story or whatever that you didn't hear on our podcast the other day, and I was like, do uh-huh. you even listen to the podcast? You clearly don't. No, I don't. No, you're right. He you doesn't even listen to our podcast. I don't even Sam, listen don't to our own podcast, but I know you listen to it, Sam. That's why I say it. <laughs> he doesn't know. He doesn't know that I put all of his worst bits at the front. Oh, what? You want to know what's exactly. really funny, Lawrence? Oh, no. You know how you're all PC Master Race? Yeah. Put my... I'm not going to finish that sentence because this is PG. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's fine. We'll bleep it out. <laughs> an interesting fact about Knights of the Old Republic is that when it first came out, it wasn't actually released on Microsoft Windows. It was purely oh, it was just on... released on the Xbox. Yeah, I had the copy. Mm. Oh, did you play it on the Xbox as well, Lauren? You I did play, play it on I PC. I originally played it on Xbox, yeah, because oh, it was a great. poor scrub. But then I grew up and became a man and got a PC. All right, and you played a poor. Listen, <laughs> okay, you've had your fun. I know. I'll okay. stop now. Uh, <laughs> PC Master Race, but I'll stop now. Okay, well, I'll try to reel this in a little bit. So we're talking about Hang the on. news that broke. Are you get reeling in on this get real gaming podcast? The news that broke. I'm just going to ignore that. The news that broke. (laughs) That a new Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic game is under development from a mystery developer. Um, So Knights of the Old Republic. How many Knights of the Old Republic games are there? Two. Three. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. No, oh, conflicting. No. The answers. Old Republic three because Bioware classes Star Wars: The Old Republic as Knights of the Old Republic three. No, it should certainly not. It should absolutely. <laughs> so for those listening right now, not. for those listening right now, I'm the official referee of this main segment today. <laughs> He's as, got uniform uh, on and everything. As Lawrence and Sam are both very deep in the Knights of the Old Republic stuff, and I don't know very much about either of of the 
of the two slash three Knights of the Old Republic Show me games. to give you a really <laughs> quick what, lesson in Knights of the Old you, Republic. You look good in those shorts. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. cheers. Show yes, give, give us it. a lesson. Give, give me and the listeners a lesson in Knights of the Old Republic. Right. You ready? Yes. A long what time ago in a galaxy oh, far, far. Uh, <laughs> This is just like being right. at D&D all over again. Knights of the Old Republic is around about 4,000 years before the Galactic Empire, right? Where you've got Darth Malak, who is currently the Dark Lord of the Sith, has unleashed a Sith armada against the Galactic Republic. That's right. where... that That's, that's the... the the top and tail of it however okay. there are a couple of major characters a la darth revan who i'm sure you've heard before mm-hmm. he's and only then, the best character in the star wars universe and then you've got bastila shan who's another really big uh character in the old republic universe. Uh, we, we've not heard of that one as uh, normal listeners i think you have normies we like to call you i think star you wars have. normies <laughs> you definitely have but yeah, yeah, I'm speaking on behalf of the oh. of the, of I'm, the casual. I'm talking no. to the listeners and telling them that they have. Oh, so oh, okay. They have. Oh, okay. Well, basically, oh, the games the games are a big open world RPG. Um, it's kind of on rails at parts of it, but it's essentially you get to make your character, you get to decide whether they're a scoundrel, soldier, or something else. Technician. Uh, is it technician? Yeah. Is it not got another word for it? might be engineer actually it is engineer that's it yeah. um, but yeah you basically decide that you can decide whether you go down the light side or the dark side it's got a flurry of side quests throughout the whole thing it's very immersive and ultimately you go through a big emotional roller coaster especially in the first one would you class and it who- as like the precursor to mass effect in, like, in terms of systems, I'd probably say this actually set the bar pretty high for a lot of RPGs and stuff. I probably wouldn't mm. say in terms of like its combat base because, like, sorry, in terms of like the combat gameplay because the combat gameplay feels like slightly XCOM at the same time. It's got like mm. you know you're not you're not actively like pulling right trigger to shoot. You set an action to start shooting, and then you can whack like other abilities in there, or if you want to use like a med pack or a stim so pack it, or whatever, it's very can... turn based. It's not turn-based though. It's all it's all action happening. So if you yeah. imagine imagine a first-person shooter, no, imagine a third-person shooter, so to speak. But you can you set an action to start shooting, and your character will automatically start shooting someone. But then in that queue of actions, you can set like, oh well, after this action, you can do like force lightning, or after this action, you can. Um, use like a technical ability that does ion damage to a droid or whatever or you can switch your weapon or whatever but it's kind of that's what i mean it's kind of like a split down the middle between it being it's not turn-based but it's uh like i say it's got that little bit of an x vibe like where you'd have a, a row of abilities but it's yeah. not in a turn it happens all in real time so you can all like, in real time yeah yeah so you can just like pull away from the combat and start running around and stuff and yeah um, right, but as an RPG, so, it's very much when you're walking round in like, um, I don't know, if you're walking around the city of Taris or whatever, you can you can like walk around and talk and interact like you would do in say Skyrim or Fallout, example. Right, and are you playing as a particular main character in the Star Wars universe that you obviously make uniquely your own, or is it well, quite so open-ended? Spoilers for Knights of the Old Republic 1 and probably 2, um, but you're, oh, okay. actually, you're actually playing as the main 
like the basically Mark Malik is the main antagonist in the first one. He's the guy who you see on like the cover images that's got his mouth covered. Um and he's like the yeah. bald guy with the like the tattoos on his head. Um yeah. the other antagonist is Darth Revan, who you hear a lot of throughout and how he was Malik's master, but how he was killed um by I believe he was killed by Bastila, that's what they say, don't they, in the first part in the first one. Yeah. But you like the the big twist at the end is that you are Darth Revan, and oh. you was actually brainwashed by the Jedi Council because you were seen more as an asset towards the Republic than what it was. Oh my god, actually that's actually story. a really big spoiler. <laughs> yeah. That kind of makes me feel like I should have probably well, played this by now. Well, I mean, yeah, you really should have. But, but the, the, thing, the backstory it, of Revan is that he was a Jedi Knight before he was both Darth of them Revan. Were. Both of them were yeah. really, yeah. That's why. So there's even, yeah. That's why, like throughout the game, you get to make choices between the light side or the dark side. Because as you as you make choices based on the dark side, you're more leaning into your your Sith um, right. past. Whereas if you lean into your light side, that's where you'd lean into more of your you know your your redemption arc. So that's why you know in Galaxy of Heroes, the mobile game. That's why you have a light side Revan and a dark side dark side Revan because it's right. based okay. on that. Also what? links into the uh, Old Republic expansion as well. Well, which we're not talking about because but it's we not. Must, we must Republic. acknowledge that it exists. Sam. Yeah, yeah. F- well, the reason the reason why we're here to talk about it today is because um, it's been confirmed, sort of, that there's no involvement from EA or Bioware mm. in this new uh, this new Knights of the Old Republic game, and so we've brought you on, Sam, to talk about who potentially could be the developer and what that kind of a game would look like, because uh, we can quote unquote. Uh, Jason Schreier? Yeah, Jason Schreier, uh, very, very Jason popular um, game journalist. He said that no one's going to guess right about the game's developer. So first first impressions of that, what do we think initially about... Well, first of all, EA or Bioware well, is not being involved. Isn't, and, it, isn't it a bit strange that you have Ubisoft Massive working on a new open-world Star Wars title, but then it also comes around that Co-Or 3 is happening, but you know, you're know you not going to be able to guess right. So does that mean well, there's actually two open-world Star Wars in, titles in, happening? In terms of Ubisoft Massive stuff, uh, there's a lot more speculation that it's a new MMO because of how they did the Division and the Division 2. It's going to be that kind of style of Star Wars game, an open-world uh, semi MMO game, which I don't think, yeah. which would be Kotor three or four. Is Kotor three? Is Kotor considered an open world? Uh, it's so considered like an open world RPG. Or? Yeah, it's yeah, a single player yeah. RPG though. It's not multiplayer unless you count yeah. as that other it's one. Probably that about, doesn't like. It's probably about as open world as what Mass Effect is. So you know yeah, how yeah. like Mass Effect is kind of on rails for the first maybe hour or so, and then it's on rails yeah. for like the final hour. It's a bit like yeah. that where Skyrim, you can just literally walk away from wherever you want at any time you want and do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where with this, there'll be like points where, for example, after you've got off the first planet in Kotor One, 
you then mm-hmm. have a choice after you've been to Dantooine of going to um, a couple of different planets. So mm-hmm. you 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 basically you the, the MacGuff you have a MacGuffin right, and the MacGuffin of the first one is you have to collect the Star Forge maps, which is basically telling you where the Star Forge is. But you have to go to each planet to get the map. So you do the big main quest on each planet, and then eventually you go to the Star Forge. But the whole bit in the middle is about as open as something like Skyrim or Fallout, where you can bounce between the planets. Some quests will take you between different planets maybe and you'll also have like a a crew of other companions that will have their own story arcs and you can choose how much you want to influence them so for example you can work on like a romance arc with bastila um, if you want to or you can work on a romance arc with somebody else or you can work on a romance arc with all bloody all of them if you really want but joints uh, well uh. <laughs> well um, c3ppo no, well, no. hk47 HK-47 is one of the most iconic droids in Star Wars, definitely. It's it's a very yeah. classic um, Bioware. Very, very classic Bioware um, story. HK-47 is... It. Sorry, HK-47 is the one that goes commentary, and then will say a commentary, or he'll say everything... He quotes everything he's about to say. Right, okay. So, so, so yeah. if it's not Bioware... Oh, yeah, back on the topic, sorry. Who could it be, and what could it be about so we were talking a bit more about some speculations weren't we about who we would maybe see do it and who we maybe wouldn't want to see do it so yeah but you have to keep in the back of your head that it's according to this jason uh that no no one's gonna get it right i think i've got a name for you oh yeah architect entertainment it's the new wizard of the coast game studio but it's being helmed by the two ex-Bioware veterans. And it says oh the first title God. will be a new story-driven sci-fi RPG. No, <laughs> shut up. Bloody hell, Lawrence. Just repeat no that for way. me. Just repeat that again for me. <laughs> the, <laughs> Wizards of the Coast, the publisher behind Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons, has unveiled its new video game development studio, Archetype Entertainment. It's being helmed by two Bioware veterans, and its first title will be a new story-driven sci-fi RPG. Now, has Lawrence, hang on, has hang Lawrence on, just hang on, nailed it? Hang on, there's more. It was um, The company announced it was teamed up with former Bioware creative director and lead designer James Alton, who previously worked on the likes of Baldur's Gate, Dragon Age Origin, Neverwinter Nights, and Star Wars The Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> As if this has just come up. <laughs> well, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> that, thanks, guys, for listening. Oh. That's the end of the discussion. And Sorry, he, he's, he's the studio head. Just to check, um, just to check, he it says it doesn't say the Sith Lords are number two. It just says Knights of the Old Republic. Okay, because that's really good. It's either that, but my my also my second theory would be the ex Blizzard employees them taking a shot at it because like why would anyone guess a Blizzard ex Blizzard employees working on Knights of the Old Republic? That they have their own like studio called um, Dreamhaven. And I mean, if you were going to trust anybody with something like this, I guess Wizards of the Coast are a pretty solid, you know, for those who don't know, the creators of... Oh, sorry, yeah, I'm right in saying that they look after um, Magic the Gathering and... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's Dungeons and Dragons, Magic the Gathering, like Lauren said, like, they're they're massive. And they, they stretch way further beyond all of that. Like, you don't even know how many card games they publish. Mm. You know, they are, they've got their hands so deep into many big franchises so they've got the budget um, they've got yeah, the guy they've got the yeah 
I guess also, when you think, say, Disney and Star Wars and Lucasfilm and Lucasfilm Gaming, all that kind of bit, bit all that kind of stuff, um, yeah. they do like to take new and upcoming studios and actors and all that sort of stuff when they create something new. Mm-hmm. And I guess I mean, that yeah. by taking yeah. someone like Archetype Entertainment, who is, you know, they, they are... They are made, you know, the the team's consisting of people that are in the industry, but the actual brand of something like Archetype Entertainment wouldn't carry any stigma with it if it would, Mm -hmm. if it was, say, like an EA release or a Ubisoft release. So it's an Obsidian release. Yeah. I mean, they are. Some people said Obsidian, but it's like, that's too close, I think. And they've got an absolute ton of job openings at the minute. Uh, and this says there, <laughs> we are seeking talented and self-motivated developers who have a passion for story-driven role-playing games. Which is exactly I've, what Nice the Old Republic is. I've just been looking, actually, as you said that, I was looking on the Wizards website for the, uh, for the job openings. Mm-hmm. Archetype Entertainment are currently looking for... Uh, Gameplay animators, principal environmental artists, audio director, lead system engineer, principal rendering engineer, senior gameplay engineer, a lead cinematic designer, principal gameplay designer, principal level designer, and SR gameplay slash combat designer. So it sounds really early on, basically. And a QA manager as well. So yeah, it is quite... um, it is quite... That mean, sounds like yeah. a company that's just been given the green light on a really big Star Wars game. Oh, it does sound a little bit like... We could be looking too deep into this. I don't want to be putting all our eggs in one basket here, guys. Come on, let's, let's, let's get some more... However, he does have credits Serious. on Anthem, so let's just keep all of our... <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's the other guy, isn't it? That's, that's Chad Robinson, yeah. who most recently served as head of life services on Anthem. Mm. But um, an interesting little synopsis I saw of this game, um, this upcoming KOTOR 3, quote-unquote, is that it's going to look at taking the canon and narrative of KOTOR and working it into the Star Wars current canon, which is interesting, because imagine if it is just like a redo of the story, but it's just based around like actual new Old Republic canon, because I don't know if the MMORPG is actually canon or not. It's, it's classed as alternate, alternate universe. Okay. So what if this one is classed in the new High Republic era of uh, of games? I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe you put, um, you know, you bring Revan in further along the timeline and maybe yeah. you put them around there. Because there is there is the note that Revan, as a word, is canon in Star Wars because one mm-hmm. of the Sith fleets in Rise of Skywalker was called, like, the Revan Division or whatever like that. So one of those one of those uh, fleets that Palpatine raises up out of the ice of um, that planet that I can't remember the name of. <laughs> yeah, that, that so, planet. <laughs> Just just an interesting note while you've been chatting about that is I was just looking deeper into the into the jobs available for for archetype. Um it says here that they are building a development team with world class talent to create a new science fiction universe for our first multi platform role playing video game. So is that a, is that a throw off to say they're creating a new Maybe. science fiction universe? Does that Maybe. put us does that open the door? To, for it to not be these guys doing I mean, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I would say if it's brand new, but they say new, not brand yeah, new. Yeah, they didn't say like a brand new. They just say a new science fiction universe. But but to say universe as well is to say that Plus, it's not 
sorry, it doesn't use the word original anywhere. No. Mm. So, we're, we're, we're picking at words now. We're, we're picking, yeah, we're, I think we're looking too deep into into things here. Maybe we are. Maybe they just have to say it like that. Maybe the copywriter for this is just, yeah, we'll just put it in there yeah. and then we'll tell them later on it's actually Star right. Wars. I mean, or m- maybe most, not. Most likely they'll be under NDA anyway. So. Yeah, I if, mean... If it wasn't um, this new archetype games that we're uh, sh- like, mm-hmm. we're, we're pretty much kind of... I think we're we're all kind of in agreement that it's possibly the biggest chance based on what um, this Jason Schreider said, if I got his name right there. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, he, he Shri- must Shrier, know. Sorry, I think. Shrier, he must know. Mm, yeah. He must know who's doing oh, it. Oh yeah, so. he he knows, but he's not saying a word. Probably because again, whoever told him, if they got found out, they'd lose the job. <laughs> so, um, I mean, the the next big contender before we read this was probably going to be Obsidian, who did worked on the second one. Yeah, but, the, but that, then that but then they're saying the that. I was going to say, yeah, because he's saying that nobody's going to guess right. No, no, I'm well, saying that, like that a guess. before before we would have seen this. Is that yeah. They, yeah. They oh, would, sure, uh, yeah. We would have yeah. just said that if we hadn't known what Jason would have said, yeah. yeah but yeah. is that in itself a red herring saying you'll never guess when it actually is someone that we could well, probably okay. guess? So a little bit more to that point, because actually Jason said this back in December of last year, which at the time EA still had exclusive rights to the Star Wars license, which means that Lucasfilm Games wasn't announced. So maybe he's just saying nobody's going to guess right because people were under the assumption EA might have kept the exclusive license for Star Mm. Wars, meaning that it just won't be an EA-related a licensed game but anybody then or bioware potentially could pick up and and run with it again maybe maybe that's why he said that phrase specifically possibly and and to also just add to that that have we actually had a statement or confirmation from lucasfilm games in any way around the like ea losing exclusivity because no. all that we've really seen is that there's a new game that Ubisoft are working on, that's Star Wars, but no, they've not actually come out and been like, or EA or whatever, no one's actually come out and said, we've lost, you know, we're, we're, we're opening up the Star Wars IP um, to other developers. I mean, really, Ubisoft Massive, the, the Ubisoft Massive announcement kind of did that by itself. They didn't really need to come out and say, EA have lost it- the license. It doesn't mean that EA won't also be given a sub license for specific Star Wars games when yeah. they when they successfully pitch a project or get asked to work on a project. But it just rumor, means that sorry, there, there's a rumor going around that Battlefront Three is still happening and Jedi Fallen Order Two is still happening, and those would be EA sub licenses. Yeah. So, so it doesn't mean that EA won't be able to work on Star Wars games. It just means that they will no longer have the exclusive right to make because I, Star Wars games. I think I, it was the CEO of Disney that said, we feel there is more room for other studios to develop stories in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the idea of Lucasfilm Games. I think it's kind of a... I was chatting to um, one of our friends from an Earful podcast earlier today about it, that the Lucasfilm Games brand kind of looks like obviously we know it's like the storyboard of star wars games that's probably what they're looking at doing making sure everything ties into the current canon a bit like what they do on the tv and film storyboard as well but it kind of looks like it's a big old way of having quality control over what stuff is being released from multiple different studios because Mm -hmm. the thing that lucas arts did 
probably not massively well back in the day was making sure that all these different things tie together and not muddy up yep. the Star Wars universe. So you had things like you had Star Wars Bounty Hunter that was Jango Fett's story. You had mm-hmm. uh, Jedi Academy, Jedi. Um, Outcast. Jedi Outcast. You had all the, you know, you had all sorts of stuff, all sorts of stuff. Um, but, Pod Racer Two. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you had the <laughs> the RTS games, and then Lucasfilm games gives them a, a bit of like a, a firewall, so to speak, for anything that's going to damage that or muddy yeah. it up. In the case that they have to, because the last thing they want to do is they want to. They don't want to go back now and they don't want to say, oh, this is Legends and this is canon again. They don't want to have yeah. to do a big thing yeah. like that again. So this is probably that, I guess. I think the also the it. whole um, EA thing as well with Battlefront 2 and the whole bomb that hit with the live service part of that. I think that was where Disney was like, okay, we, we need we need to wrestle back control though because this is not... this is that yeah. cancelled four to six projects They've only had like four or five games in ten years. We need to. We're, we're hemorrhaging money on in just using them, basically. Yeah, and I mean the amount of games they made was not really so much the issue. It's just the fact that I mean, yeah, you're a publisher more than anything, so they could have managed other de- other development teams to make more games. But you know, games obviously do take time anyway. But yes, I yeah. think I think really it's just the point that they left a sour taste in Star Wars gamers' mouths, EA. And I think I think that Lucasfilm Games kind of is trying to wrestle some of that back. Yeah. And in, under um, under their control, you and know. And in all fairness to them, they did fix it. They did yeah. they did come back in, they fixed it, they added absolutely boatloads of DLs, like free add additions and stuff to it as well. But it was too little, too late. It was really. too little, too late. But mm. uh, at least now, based off that, that, that should hopefully never happen again. Mm. But they've just had to yeah. learn the hard way. But I guess if it's not, um, if it's not going to be them or Obsidian, who else would we like to see take a, a hit on uh, on this? I'm going to play devil's advocate here, and I'm going to say Activision. That is playing devil's advocate there. And I, that's also a joke. I wouldn't want them to touch it anyway, know how. Um, well, Activision are a publisher, so Activision well, would be the, publishing the a game developed Studios, by... Really. Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't know. You have to, you have to uh, wrestle through those. Yeah, there's quite a few studios out there that could do it. Um, CG Project Red's full, so uh, no. <laughs> they, they're, they're, um, they haven't busy. got any time with their hands. <laughs> I don't think yeah. people would touch a Star Wars game from CD Project Red with a no ten, ten foot pole. Jesus. Ooh, no. um, I mean, what what do we think? What do we think uh, it's even going to be about? Like, because I mean, mm. I don't really know how two ends, but uh, it won't you know. follow on from. I don't see it following on from where two ends because the problem with two is 2 was really rushed. I mean, Knights of the Old yeah. Public 1 came out in 2003, and then Knights of the Old Public 2 came out in 2004. It literally came out 12 months later. So Obsidian wow. Entertainment, that was the first game that they worked on. And basically what happened was is that Obsidian were basically brought in because Bioware were too busy to do it, Obsidian were brought in and gave like less than 12 months to get the game together. So that's why that when you play the game on Steam, you also have the restored content mod for that because there was a lot of stuff that was never actually included in the final game. Um, And that's why maybe 
the Sith Lords isn't as just isn't as strong as Kotor one, and it does feel mm. quite empty in some places. Like, like for example, like a quick example, just while I'm going off on a tangent, that's why I'm here, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Kotor one, you go to Korriban, and for those that don't know, in the Star Wars universe, Korriban is the home world of the. Well, it's I guess it is kind of the home world of the Sith. It's like a, it's a very 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 um iconic world i think it is the home world i'm getting mixed up i'm still getting mixed up with that um place from the rise of skywalker that nobody ever remembers Uh, exegol Um, exegol is not the home world of the sith Sith. yeah so anyway i was right the first time um so yeah in the first one you go to korriban and there's a sith academy there and you have the valley of the dark lords where you've got six different temples of each different dark lord and essentially you get to take you know go into a lot of those tombs and run trials and it's absolutely full of like immersion there's like a, a starport that you go to in caravan and then when you go to the academy there's loads of people there and you can choose to betray the master of it or you can choose to follow him and protect him and all this sort of stuff and then you go to Korriban in the Sith Lords Part 2, and it almost feels like, look, we've not had time to do all that, so basically we're going to say that the whole uh, Sith Academy isn't there anymore, and there's nobody there, and it's all abandoned, and you basically Whoa. get to go in a cave, and that's that's your time on the world, basically. It's funny, because in the Old Republic, in the MMO, which is set after KOTOR 2, like, I think like 100 years... The academy is back on Corbin, like it's full. It's like you get to go back to all those <laughs> temples. So it's just like, what ah. what's happening here? Have they just gone on holiday? What's we all went away out? for what's a happening? and that for the monthly meeting and that summarizes the problems that Kotor two faced and that they were you know self aware of them when it came to the MMORPG because they then mm-hmm. retconned that. But yeah, um, so I don't see it being a continuation on from KOTOR 2. What I would like to see from it is I would like them to take the... And it's hard because how do you do a twist if you do the same story? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I guess this is a really old game and I, you know, a lot of people would have played it. But in 2003, you've got a whole new audience base here that will see that will want to see it and won't know that twist but also maybe won't be expecting the game to take the same thing but i would like to see a repurpose of the story kind of kind of true to its form in the Mm. sense of what planets you go to maybe twist up a little bit maybe you know maybe the revan thing's a little bit different um but I would like to see them repurpose that storyline with those characters and chuck it into Star Wars canon now. Can I throw you a curveball here, Sam? Yes, sir. What if it's not a sequel, but a prequel to so, Nice Republic? So it shows Revan at the height of his shows, power in the Sith. It shows Revan. Like, you start as Revan as a Padawan or whatever, and then you go as a knight and then do the Mandalorian Wars, and it ends kind of, with you... Well, I was going to say, it doesn't really have as big a payoff then, because you already know what's going to happen. Hmm. I guess that that is based in that era, like before all that, before everything. I guess then you would you would get to make the decision or not whether or not Revan will actually fall to the dark side or not initially, Mm. right? Because otherwise, you would have to play a bad guy for the majority of the game. If they do a Revan story, if they don't repurpose, like like you said. Well, like um, well, like the Clone Wars and Rebels TV shows, when they try to do something that's been you know a bit more story in a similar time period or a different time period but filling gaps 
perhaps they've they've made new characters that fit in with the characters from mm. that era you know era so they could in theory do something where you were you are brand new characters but they still fit in with what's going on with darth which, malik and darth yeah, revan and stuff yeah which would be my and, second choice if of, yeah yeah that would be my second preference is obviously you get to then meet revan and revan's a big antagonist or protagonist yeah. depending on oh, which right. way yeah yeah, yeah, and yeah. maybe it's based on that. I mean, maybe they'll just do a big original story and they'll just have those yeah, characters mm. as part of it. So, so but, uh, but like we have the uh, like we have the Mandalorian, where we've now had you know Ahsoka and spoilers for the end of season two. But you've got Luke also coming back in at the end of the of the Mandalorian. You've got these characters that we already know and love in that time period showing up, and they are the big payoffs of this yeah. kind of side story almost it kind of it fulfills that and, and validates that just from you know like in the mandalorian's case it validated the mandalorian just because people were so excited that ahsoka was going to be there that it was going to be all twisted in with and then it was twisted in with luke and stuff you could do the same thing in the knights of the old republic universe with those like quintessential knights of the old republic characters but mm-hmm. you're following a new story that that will introduce those characters back in I mean, I'd, I'd like to just like throw in here, like this whole kind of going on a, a little bit of a tangent. We, we we have spoken about the story, like what what we would like, and I love that idea that you just pointed out, Rich, of the whole validating it, and you know the payoff is meeting Revan or going with Revan. Like you could be another Jedi Knight that goes with him or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what kind of systems, what kind of things would we like in place? Like a very quick, brief idea. What would be your idea for Knights of the Republic? Like what kind of things would you have in it? Go on, Sam. Off you go. Oh dear. <laughs> oh yeah, dear. that's right. Think of your feet. <laughs> do we have another? Do we have another two hours? You know, I mean, <laughs> we can make, we made this Nazi old public special. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I think that a lot of a lot of what the original one did to me it holds a. Re- I wouldn't. It holds a really special place for me. Like a lot. Like you go through so such a variety of different situations in the in a star wars universe that you just wouldn't normally go through or you'd never see happen so like you get Mm. like i said you get to work your way up a sith academy uh you get to become a jedi for the first time as an adult which is crazy Mm. um you get to get you know it takes place in a court trial you get to you know and you get to you get to basically, you know, choose whether homeless people die or not, or kill each other, or you get to you get to save people living underneath a city from a disease. Um, you can choose to let them fall victim of that disease, and they all turn into rat ghouls. You can. It, there's just so much, and I think basically, if it just took that and did it again, there's even a murder mystery about two or three times in Kotor <laughs> One. It's so- like. There's so many good parts of it that I would like to see, like a side quest, but as a main story. Hmm, yeah. yeah, that's the that's that's the interesting thing. And and to be honest with you, I'd like to not be able to think of what the main story could be because mm-hmm. I would like to imagine that it's something that is just going to take me by surprise. So, like in terms of combat or you know flying <clears throat> ships or you know, oh, that do you kind mean like stuff? mechanically? How yeah, it would mechanically. Work? What what would you like in? in the next Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic game? I'd like it to go back to how it... I'd like it that original combat system. 
it's different enough. I know it's not fast-paced, but you can make it more exciting. You know, the animations and stuff. Because in the in KOTOR 1, your animation, you're literally going between three different attack animations, aren't you? And mm-hmm. obviously, you know, it, it is a 2003 game. It was way ahead of its time for 2003, don't get me wrong, but it is a, it is dated a bit. But I'd kind of like them to like to see them do that because I guess that is just essentially how an MMO works, isn't it? You know, you you go in and you you set actions and you set spells and whatever. Um I guess I'd kind of like that because for me that's what Kotor was. It wasn't this mm-hmm. fast-paced combat action game, you know, you get to pause and make decisions and stuff while you're in. You get to you know micromanage your two companions that you've got with you. Um I guess maybe just like an updated version of that. And I would like to see um, space fights because in the original ones, you only had like, you would operate a turret um, and that would be as far as what you do in terms of a space fight. So it probably would be quite cool if you could have extra stuff like that or maybe even be able to kit out your ship. Like the ship that you have in the KOTOR 1 and 2, the Ebon Hawk, is like the their version of the millennium falcon which is interesting because hawk and falcon and there's a you know bit of a parallel there but yeah i'd i'd like to see it it take a lot of what worked because that's what people want you can't take knights of the old republic and then turn it into this fast-paced third person first person rpg game you can't take star wars and put it in skyrim that's not what kotor fans would want no, mm. and I think they know that because you you only bring Kotor back if you can do it right. You do not risk messing it up. Yeah, yeah, you, that's definitely yeah. true. Um, so, and I, th- I think uh, Lucas Lucas film games, Lucas art games. I think they 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 need this to win. They need to win over the fans, and I think I think like you said, doing it right is the only way that they're going to be able to win over the fans. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think that Ubisoft's uh, game is going to come out before this? Yes. Yeah, yes. I, think, I think so, yeah. Because, because Ubisoft have a team, and these are still currently trying to hire the team. That's true, yeah. You, you don't, so you know, so I wonder who's got the most pressure under them to be the I first think studio. Do. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like They probably... You know, I know this is a little slightly off topic, but it just yeah. caught my thought when Sam was mentioning it, that the, there's going to be so much pressure on the first uh-huh. company that releases under Lucasfilm Games. That's going to be pretty intense. Anyway, sorry, carry on. Where, I mean, where are we going? I, I, going in your tangent, I think, just throwing it out there, that the Ubisoft massive game might be set in the Clone Wars. That would be pretty interesting. Just because of the, the way, because it's the Division 2 team, the Division team, and that you know, has, you know, going to different locations and third person, like third person over the shoulder combat. Uh, I, I think it could be set in the time of the Clone Wars or in the time of the Empire and Rebellion. The yeah. Only, yeah, I guess you could, like, have a part of the galaxy where you didn't see it in the Clone Wars animated series mm-hmm. where you are a Jedi, you get to build your Jedi, and then you get to take, you know, you get to fight in certain areas of the Clone Wars and maybe fight in parts of battles that we've seen. So you yeah, could actually like, have like you story mission kind of stuff. Yeah, you could you could take part in part of the battle for Mandalore, I guess, if you really wanted to, because there's parts, lots of parts of the Clone Wars animated series that you don't see. You know, you could have them fighting on Felucia. You could have them fighting pretty much anywhere. And then mm-hmm. partway through the game, you could have Order sixty six happen. 
which would be oh pretty my nuts. God. They love I mean, they love a good order sixty six. You only have to uh, play yeah. Fallen Order to know how much they got love a good order sixty six. Well, 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 let's let's drag it back to the Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, so the reason why why we've dragged you here, uh, I, I I honestly think this is an exciting time for Star Wars fans, especially um in in video game. Uh, yeah, definitely. Era. Like like this is the first like when I heard about the Ubisoft um massive property or whatever it was the open world one i was like yeah that's cool that's cool i'm expecting you know skyrim but star wars or fallout but star wars or whatever um but having something where and we i can only hope and i think lawrence when you first shared this story in our little whatsapp group i was like i'm not gonna believe it until i've heard it officially just because stuff like that is like yeah. something that old school Star Wars gamers have been asking for for so long. I mean, so long. And mm-hmm. it was just never going to be possible because of EA and BioWare holding the I, you know, holding the license for the IP. And now it's almost like, well, if they're doing this, this is like a real big moment for them to be like, yes, we've listened to you. We just couldn't do it because we didn't want the same problems we wanted to do it right so now that we've got freedom over what studio can do what game we're going to deliver it the best possible way to you and that is extremely exciting that i believe now that they're not restricted to one studio hopefully that we're going to see some of the best star wars content in terms of games from mm. back when we had, say, uh, the golden generation of you know, Star Wars games with the Star- Academy, Jedi Academy, yeah, Yarkas, yeah. Star, Star Wars Republic. Pit Droid, Star the Wars game, Droid, the game. <laughs> Star Wars I swear that came on a, I swear that came on a serial uh, CD one time. Probably did. You Do you know? remember those serial CDs? Oh yeah. Oh no, it was a demo for it. I think came in a magazine. And these yeah. mag gaming magazines where they had a demo disc. Uh, the thing I, is, I, I think we better wrap this up, boys. Otherwise, well, this is just going to be the, this is going to be the episode. My final, <laughs> my final thing is, is that all the Star Wars games that we've had over the last couple of years, bar the the bit of a rocky uh, road that Battlefront Two had, um, have been fine. And I even say that about Fallen Order. That Fallen Order was a good game, really good, mm-hmm. but it was fine because yeah. it didn't have that replayability. And once it was done, it was done. Like, I've I've picked it up for maybe five minutes again, and then I've just kind of fell out of it because I was like, I know everything that's going to happen now. Yeah. It's like playing a platformer again, you know, but you know exactly what's going to happen, and you've played it recently in the last couple of years or whatever. But I think now it's... I, I don't think I'm going to have that feeling again. Like, you know, what we had with Squadrons, where we, we were excited about it for a bit, and then you just realise it's the same thing over again, and there's nothing yeah. new there. I just think that this is probably the most exciting time to be a star wars fan and a gaming fan at the same time well yeah i mean i totally agree and i think the i mean obviously we haven't had much confirmed at this point so we have to be careful how excited we get about things mm. right lawrence because cyberpunk 2022 okay you're the cyberpunk i promise oh. you God, he still on. He still thinks it's going to happen, Sam. He still thinks. He still thinks it's going to make a comeback. We'll see, won't we? If we have, if Kotor three or whatever is a thing and it is a cyberpunk situation, I'm literally going to go and find a physical copy of those original two games' discs and burn them. Just out of Knights of the New Republic. (laughs) You heard it here first. To be fair, Knights of the New Republic sounds pretty cool. Knights of the High Republic. 
Knights of the Knights High of... Republic sounds cool. Oh. Woof, Knights woof. of the Low Republic? There's no... Is there a Low Republic? Mm. There isn't, is there? Yeah. Anyway, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Well, thanks yeah, very much, right. Sam. Uh, do you want to plug your podcast while you're here? Because you, we've better nah, add. we don't want to hear about those losers. No, we don't want to hear about Sam and Chris from the Get Real podcast, the show yeah. where they get real talking about the latest TV and comic book nerdy stuff and well, all if that you stuff. Well, like, if you like Star Wars and nothing but Star Wars, the podcast Get Real is just for you because we're a secret star wars podcast where we sometimes talk about <laughs> marvel and dc stuff and actually maybe we sometimes talk about something that isn't pop culture but um yeah no get real we talk about film tv and pop culture movie news it still Excellent. sounds weird whenever someone says get real and not get real gaming i know it's almost as if there's other get reels out there that we just aren't yeah. aware of when we're the true we only get are real. we the superior podcast are we the su- what's the next one What's after Get Real Gaming? Get Real get, News. Get Real <laughs> True Crime. Get Real Fish. <laughs> get Real Weather. It's the weather with Get Real. <laughs> Sponsored by Iceland. Right. Iceland. <laughs> thanks very much. The country, <laughs> not the shop. <laughs> yeah, thanks everybody. Have a good rest of your week and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. See you now. Check our show souls down below. One day I'll PC get a PC, Lawrence. One day. PC Master Race. One you day. I'm waiting for you.